here we are, my friends, enemies, compadres, whoever you are listening to this tale. This be the end of this tale of Theldon. Before us lies the answers. Before us lies the truth of the matter. Our heroes face the dawn of the world. And what lies beyond it only they know. They must prepare to trust in the uneasy bonds I've created between the three of them. To walk into the world and change it for the better or for the worse. The only thing we can do is find out by going through the dawn and into the newest day. Listen finally to our last moments of this tale of Thelda. There's a calm and ease to the rest of the city as the sun began to rise. You had each tried to get sleep. You got some uneasy. Flashbacks of things you had seen so far came to you and what exactly led you up to this moment. You had each discussed the night before, well, a couple hours before really, to gather together with Grimhook, Oryx, and the other members of the leadership to decide who would be the champions to go into the central buildings of Silverkeep and to face Velikarf for the safety of the town. Time passes and you each manage to, for once in some time now, you each got a separate tent with comfy enough provisions before a squire comes and grabs each of you and leads you back to the tent. You each find yourselves entering the main tent, the kind of the headquarters of the resistance that has formed in the town now. Everything else in the town has settled down. There's this minor fighting between the rest of Velikar's followers that have remained undetained and your friends and families. You walk into the large table that has been shoved into the room. Everything looks pretty cramped with Grimhook, the orc, Oryx standing there as well. Before them is a map. As you, your eyes scan over it, you see the what looks to be the blueprints for the building. Um, they've assessed everything and tried multiple times to gain access to the building, but they cannot see any other ways of getting in. Currently. So we just have to wait till he breaks the, the lets the seals down, right? Yeah, lad. The uh, orc kind of turns around to look at you, smiles, and gives Chalidris a wink. All we know is that whatever's inside isn't good. Whatever he must be doing, it must be something that he needed this time. What was that wink? Eh? Code. Code, eh? Brothers. Brothers, and yeah. Arms. Nams, eh? Mm. Bit of winky wink, yeah. Don't you worry. Gotcha. How'd you guys know to come here? I mean, I, I know we didn't discuss it last night because we're so busy with talking about champions and that sort of stuff, but you like it came in at like a perfect moment. It's like crazy. Yeah, well, um, Oryx turns for you and gr- grins this, almost missing a tooth on one side, grins. and You know, um, we're all having a good time with 
waiting for Rodak to come back to uh, to us, so to speak. And this annoying little fella just rocked up, was just kind of dancing around, grinning, right old weirdo, like kept flicking coins around the place. He just kind of popped out of thin air, talking about good fortune and things. I don't want to hear about him anymore. Go on. And just told us that we were needed here. Said that, you know, tomorrow would look fondly on us if we were to assist you and aid you. Did he call himself ten names while introducing himself? Well. Oh, the master of the coin and the holder of the keepers and the one that guards the time and the master of the thing. And then you go meet his boss and she's all like, oh, I'm a god of the master of the slaves or the ones that bring all the times and the places and the masters of the queens of the fucking hell. They're both horrible. I concur. I like them. You would. Yeah, cool, right? Right. Well, enough of that. We're here anyway. We were just discussing which of my hunters would be the best to serve the city as its champion. What are the options? What well, do you think? we've got Rinder. He's pretty good with a handy blade and can very well defend himself. We've got Mysteria. She is trained in the magical defensive arts and the killing of magical beings. Uh, Ooh, that's good. We've got well, not for me. A couple different options, really. It was just we wanted to have you weigh in on what you thought. This bloody orc here, for some reason, thinks that some dragonborn, I think it's you, should be the champion. Well, yes. Charlidris has been the hero of this city and defended its people before. Now would be the best time to let him do it again, but in a more authoritative position. Mm, that's a mantle I can maintain. Are we not sending more than just one person, however? Well, they said champion. I thought, oh, I thought he said champions. Did, did he? Ins, like with an S. Oh. Multiples. I was I was pretty sure we were just going to take as many people as possible. Yeah. I mean, what's the worst he can do? He can just, like, kick us out, I guess. You're a champion, and you're a champion, and you're a champion, and we're all champions. Well, if we send too many people, my friends. that kind of takes the glory out of champions. Doesn't it? Glory. It's end of glory. The world. We want to live. I want to drink. He wants you to are drink. Currently. Well, yeah, because he wants we to are drink again. And I did find booze. You find it literally anywhere. It's lucky that. And everywhere. Lucky. lucky. Right. We'll send in a group of champions. Yay. Chalidris, you will be its leader. Damn right I will. You will name as many champions as you wish to send with you. Ash. Who's Ash? I was just saying, maybe there's someone called Ash. I want him. (laughs) Guards. One guard runs in. Send for somebody named Ash. Um, going to find Ash. Anybody know an Ash? As he runs out of the tent, dashing through the way. Another one horse open sleigh. I'll wait. We're waiting for the <laughs> door to open anyway. I'll wait. Oh, we're running out of time slowly, so... We're not, because well, the door's still not open, so we literally have infinite amount of time until at which point the door opens. Well, I don't think it's infinite. Here's a better question. Who wants to go in? Raise your hand if you want to be a champion. I raise my hand. I also raise my hand. I raise my hands. And I kind of shrug because I was a champion already. Surprisingly... <laughs> 
you were the only three that raises their hands in that room. This is, uh, this is concerning. As expected. Ah, I see. So we have our champions. Don't wait. Maybe was, some. Was, maybe we could talk to some of you guys about being champions. I mean, it's it's pretty. You talked about glory. I mean, yes, and you will be cool. bathed in glory on your return to us. I thought we discussed yesterday that Oryx and uh, Gripok were going to come too. They kind of. Uh, in the middle of everything now, they're all laughing and just shaking hands with each other and sending out squires here and there. Can I go and punch one of them? Yeah, you can. Let's do that to Gripok. You walk up and... Where are you aiming for? Oh, just like a swift thwack in the chest. You walk up and thwack him on the chest, so to speak. He kind of steps back and looks at you and then laughs and punches you back in the chest. Ha ha! Full of the old courage and might, I see. Unlike you... Are you not a champion? Well, no, I am a general now. I cannot be a champion and a general. That sounds like the most <coughs> response I've heard in my entire existence. We must fight together. I miss fighting with you. Then we will fight on another battlefield. Combat inside you is you're not a general my and you don't do forte. That Especially when magic's involved. You should know that. I apologise for expecting better of you. Ooh. Don't know anything about magic, but feel that burn, son. <laughs> feel that burn. Was that a fireball spell? Can we get or a healer some sick burn? <laughs> <laughs> the, the tent goes silent as they're looking at you. <sighs> Y'all too serious in here, you know? You need to calm down. Have a drink or something. Jesus. I apologise for them being uh, slightly more sober than you, Leaf. Well, they're slightly more sober, and they're not as brave as me, as it turns out. So, whose side are you on? Mine. Yours. My yeah. side. <laughs> my, my side. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I thought. Thank you. All right. Should we do this? What are we these doors are? We can't, we're just that's, waiting that's for the, the door. Thing. I'm just waiting. Wow. I'm, just, I'm drinking and waiting. While we're waiting, can I write a letter? You can indeed, yeah. Uh, I want to write a letter to my father. Mm-hmm. Um, Just... Telling him that I survived getting out of uh, whatever that place we went to first. <laughs> survived getting out of Ashcroft. And uh, that's, I'm sorry that the way things ended for us. And uh, to send my condolences to Tim's family. And uh, hopefully I don't die in this against this wizard dude. And then I guess I give it to somebody and hope they'll ask somebody to take it to one of the one of the squires looks politely at you as you're riding and then um, kind of offers his hand up as he sees you sealing it. Where to, me lord? Uh, Springdale? Springdale, me lord. That's a... Uh, yeah, sure, Springdale, right. Yeah, let's get it there. Who to? Cool. Uh, Cordon. Cordon, Duke of, of Springdale. Very well, to the Duke. Away to the Duke! And he runs out of the tent. And while he's running out, I was gonna I was looking for my money pouch. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was wow, they do like for free over here. This is pretty cool. Do you guys want to send letters to anybody? They do it for free. I uh, I'm not sure where Grant went at this point, so um Oh, sorry. Yeah, I've got nobody to send a letter to. No. Cool. All right. (laughs) As the awkward silence after his no and the tension builds, all of a sudden you hear 
yells from outside the tents. They're opening! The doors are opening! Get the champions! The doors are opening! The doors are opening! The doors are opening! The doors are opening! We get it! The doors are opening! Oh, before you go, please make sure you visit the armory on your left. Surprisingly stocked as if it's your last bottle. You know what? We should go to this armory that that guy mentioned. I mean... Maybe they got some stuff that we could use, like potions. Not a terrible or idea, but I did just get some new armor. Maybe like a new sword. A new sword would be cool. Oh man, if he's got some new whips, I'd I'd take those whips. Let's go to this armory. Hey, cool. armor keep whatever. Armory, armory, armory. Go to the armory. Who's at the armory? There is Do a small the steward at the um, armory. Um, you see before your array of. Um, spears and weaponry and armor and arrows and bows and there's a box to one side filled with potions. Can we please have all those potions, please? All the potions, my lord, right away. Yeah. Yeah, just help yourself. It's kind of like a self-serve process. Hand us us, us out the potions, Cornelius. Split them up. Split up all the potions. Yep, so there is... Um, all up, there was four lesser health potions and three standard health potions. So we all get a standard. Uh, we all get a lesser and... I don't know, who wants the extra? Uh, Probably you, Um, the squishiest one. You reckon, or don't you reckon you should take it because... You're going to be right up, well... You might take the most damage. Alright, Tom gets an extra lesser. So you get two lessers and one standard. Cool. Is there a new pair of whips there for me? No, not really. There's like there's some older whips that are there to one side, but nothing as handcrafted as yours are. Does not as handcrafted mean not as damage making? Correct. Mm. Is there? I pull out my crossbow and go. I would like an upgrade, please, sir, child, whatever you are. Well, um, sure, we have a short bow. And we have long bows. I'll have a long bow. What kind of bolts do you have in stock today, please, Well, sir? if you want bolts, Boy. then you need a crossbow. A bow normally use arrows. Oh, arrows. Sorry, I'm used to what I have currently. Well, sir. I hope you know which end is the end you use to shoot stuff with a bow. Do you need a quick tutorial? No, what is this? <laughs> circle, 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 circle. <laughs> no, no, no tutorial. Very well. No, what, 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 cross, what, what, what arrows do you These have? These arrows right here. You can take as many as you would require. We've got a burger holding. Can I have all the arrows, please? Sure. <laughs> you spend a couple moments. I put like, all the arrows in my bag of holding. <laughs> you put. You put 236 arrows into your bag of holding. So we spend 10 minutes while the doors are open, putting arrows into the bag. Uh, I do have a question for you, uh, good armory keep. Uh, Is it possible for me to acquire like a great axe from this person? Yeah, there's plenty of great axes right here on the weapon stand. Uh, Which is the sharpest They've all been freshly sharpened. By that I mean 
Are they any better than 1d8 plus 4? Yes. <laughs> a great axe does 1d10 damage, I believe. You already do have a great sword. You have a broom. I do ha- that broom could come in handy in a fight by the looks of it. Uh, you also have those whips. That's pretty cool. Also, while you're collecting your items, can I interest you in our coffin measurement service? No, thank you. Will not be necessary at this point in time. Get your loved ones the ease of your coffin measurements today. No, thank you, That's a, child man. What, what sort of prices are um, I mean, do you have any magical items? No. What kind of crappy establishment is this? This isn't an establishment. It's an armory stall. Okay, thank you, sir. That is uh, that is sufficient. You're very welcome. Let us be off. The rest of the army is kind of gathered impatiently, having to wait a bit longer than they expected outside the doors, and made like a made like a pathway for you to walk up. As you walk past each one, they raise their shields and slam their spears to the ground in a almost like rhythmic death march. The doors are now open. The glyphs still appear on the other windows, entrances around the um, building, but the doors are currently wide open for you. But the instead of being able to see the interior of the place, it is a black veil of darkness. Uh, did any of us pick up the blueprints? Because you're the smallest and fastest. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I'm you're quickest, quick. But yeah, yeah I run back quick. and grab the blueprints. I walk into the room with all the generals and stuff and go, um, excuse me, can I please, uh, can I have those blueprints? Uh, yeah, go right ahead, boy. Yep, thanks, sorry. Yeah, and I just sort of step into the middle of the room and grab the blueprint and say, well, thank you, this will be really useful. Not as useful as other people helping us, but still it'll be something. I awkwardly walk out the door, the tent. Um, after a minute or two... The the teen runs back huffing and puffing, red faced. Can we please have enough like an eight hour rest before we go in? <gasps> Cardio man, it's hard. Why? I'm a bookworm. <laughs> and now you want to be a hero. So guess what? What? A quick jog. Get jog on. Jog jog on. Alright. Like literally. Oh, okay. Jog on. I just sort of walk. Not figuratively. Power walk. I'll, I'll allow it. And then you move up to jogging. All right. Yes. And then we'll get you to have a run on. I don't know if we we'll need to do this the before the like battle. Me. I mean, I don't want to wear myself out. There's going to be no battle. Yeah. Stab him in the neck. It's all over. Sneak up behind him. It's fine. I've got a plan. It's all good. Give me a look at the blueprints. And I snatch the blueprints off him. What do I see? Let me... Can I... Can I do some kind of check? Yeah, to see you, if I can um, make the, sense blueprints the blueprints are quite clear of the layout of the house. You don't even need to do a check. You just, just by looking at it, you can quite see the layout of the building. There should be a great entrance hall um, with a couple of foyers off to one side, the meeting rooms of people on the other side. There should be a grand staircase as well. So, where do you think he's going to be? Grand staircase going up that has the word grand in it. This guy's a... He would go to anywhere that has the word grand in it. Has he seen the plans to know that they are the grand uh, staircase? Well, it, prob- it says grand staircase. Like, he, he, he'd probably know because 
the grand staircase. So when we get there, you'll you'll look at them and you'll be like, oh hey Leaf, these are grand staircases because like look at them and look at the way they're made. And I'll be like, holy f Tamarzad, they they are totally grand staircase, and it's just because of the way they look, not because I read that on a blueprint. Fair. Because they're grand. Soon find out. We're gonna walk in. And I'm leading the charge. Nope, I'm leading the charge. And I'm taking a swig of my drink, and I'm walking in. I cast mage armor. Um, you cast mage armor on yourself, and then walk up the stairs. Wait, what'd you say? It was it was pitch black. Yeah, it's I like a pitch my black torch. Veil. I pull out a torch, and I I pointed at pointed at Cornelius and say, "Light this." I use prestidigitation and light it. Yep, your torch is lit before you. I continue on towards follow with the blueprint in one hand, my torch in the other. And I'm walking towards that grand staircase. You um. You each run towards it. Cornelius kind of trying to keep in step as Chalidris and Leaf kind of race to be the first person to go through as they each try and lead the charge. The rest of the onlookers look on puzzled and confused as you run through the veil, which the first feeling you get as you make through the veil and reach the other side of it is wet. Pure, moist wetness. Suddenly, the world shifts and changes. You're not in a building. You can see a dark expanse flowing around you, almost like stars in the air. But there is no wind, there's no movement in the air. You just see a single grand staircase leading up to another island floating in the distance. Hey, Charizard, what's that? Onwards and upwards. That's a grand staircase, my man. You is. See? We we walk towards the grand staircase. We're going we're going up that sucker. Um you make your way up there taking it easy as the stairs are kind of broken and fractured in place. Um but much of its um marble pieces still together and enough for you to stand on. You make your way up to the edge um where you see the rest of the open almost like island of rock in the center is small engravings into the floor like patterns and then a plinth at the back of the island with two figures stood on top of it the young youth ransom sat on a lower step and velikar with the lawmaster's staff stood before a giant black obsidian throne. Um, have they seen us as we've walked in, or have we just seen them? You, they've seen you. Okay. Well, I yell out, hey- Ah, they have sent you as their champion. Ah, he responded to it. That's- He thinks he's a- Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Got him! Shame. As you step up, you see- to one side, there's. It's almost like it's been the the building and the world of that building has been fractured. As there are some bookcases still on a small table, and then hanging in the air to the left hand side 
is the Grand Chancellor and the General that you previously met in the map room when you first arrived in Silver's Keep. Sorry, what were they? What are they in? They're in like a they're in like a blue energy hanging. Like it's almost like a cage made of magical force. I feel like they're prisoners. How'd you two get kidnapped? They kind of, they struggle against the energy as it kind of, their bodies are rigid and stiff. Whatever, you should have helped us. What do you have to say for yourself, Velika? Or are we just going to do this? Or as we know you, the, yeah, we know. What do you, sorry, did you only work out that I'm V? I didn't, I thought the first time... We met each other. You said, oh, you're V. And that was the... Uh... No, I know. I'm just saying. We we know you as V. So when I bury your dead body out back, I'm going to write V on it. I'm not going to write V on it. I'm just going to give it a V symbol from, uh, from hey. the front of your grave. What, what does that mean? Right. Too, you're too young. Don't you're worry. Young. You'll get there. He kind of turns and smirks at the two hanging in cells. I see your city has fallen to be protected by buffoons. This will be a short and easy task for you and me, Ransom. Yeah, I know, boss. I can't wait to find my brother and take care of him as well. Oh, lol. <laughs> hey, Ransom. What? Your brother's dead. <laughs> Oh, you have been drinking. My brother's dead? Yeah, like evaporated. It was f***ing amazing. (laughs) Oh, I did that, didn't I? (laughs) You don't even have a body to bury, which is the least I'll do for you. Oh, that's kind of dark. You have robbed me of the pleasure and besmirched his warrior nature. You are mine, Dragonborn. I will make your head into a helmet. That bullshit you will. Now, be careful, Ransom. We do not need to fight. I intend to incinerate you with lightning. What? Uh, Let's talk. Please. We are just here making a new world. I have had the time to develop the staff into its true nature. And I have grown this world itself from the beings and nature that resided here. If you do not defeat me, which you will not, this world will expand and become that of true realism. The true power within the staff is to recreate the world. That doesn't even make sense. You don't know what you're on about. Drop your weapons and join me. Or die. I choose neither of those options. Then so be it. And I'll get everybody to roll for can initiative. I, before we start, can I pull out the... The new the staff and wave it around and try and make his staff explode. As you do, as I got the real staff. You go to um, get ready to fight, and his face. That is a cheap imitation. Where did you find that? And then his staff weighs forward and pushes forward towards yours. An energy beam clashes between the two. They seem to fight and reject each other's power they both force and are now seem to be connected as by a permanent stream of energy you each react velikar locking eyes with chalidris 
Hey V, do you want to take various cuts and bruises to the face before your death? Ooh. Um, no, and it's... Charlidris, it's your turn as you're the first to react. Yeah, I'm a bust to move right up to old R and uh, sort of yell in his face, uh, tell him to feel what your brother felt and give him the old one too. You, um, full of rage, you dash over to him. He readies himself for your attack. Uh, that was a nine. I don't imagine I'm going to hit him. No, he ducks under your swing. I forgot that I rolled them both. Whoop, 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 whoop. Natural 20. As you, um, as he ducks under, you bring the, your hand around and slam it down his back. You slam down, you see the whip cut through his cape and the back of his arm are scratching it. You see blood start slowly trickle down. In retaliation, immediately, he slams his sword into you twice. So his first hit will be a uh, 16. Uh, that's a miss. Uh, and his second attack will be a 25. Jesus. And can you do a constitution saving throw for me, please? So you first take... Um, so you take six damage off the hit as the sword bites into you, but then you feel the flush of poison flow through into your body. Um, you manage to, like, kind of resist the urge for... resist the pain, uh, but you still take... you still take five damage. I'm gonna... I'm gonna throw... fairy fire straight between them and hopefully light up the whole area there. What are you doing to me? All of a sudden, Ransom and Charlidris light up um, with colourful lights. For the moment, the lights light up Charlidris, but he shakes it off um, and the light disappears. It's only on Ransom. I just take a sip of my drink and stand re stand ready, <laughs> I guess. Velika resists the energy of the staff and slams it against the floor. All of a sudden, walls rise up, creating small areas on the platform. How many fucking walls Boy, are here? you do not have the power to control the Lawmaster's staff. Drop it. I guess I head towards the Archmaster, or whatever his name is. The two prisoners. Uh, does it look like I know how to get... Ruin the magical things they're holding, they're, they're being held in. Um, you feel this kind of tug of magic, like kind of tug towards the staff. All right. I close my eyes, I hold the staff, and I just shake it. <laughs> I guess. The magical walls drop. Yes! Both, I did something! Both figures drop to the floor, gasping for air and convulsing on the floor. And with that, it's Charlidris' turn. Charlidris is giving old Ramdang the one too. You um, smash him twice, like cutting the side of his face and ripping part of his mouth, kind of, the hole you can see his teeth through. Um, and also cutting into his leg as he sinks down to one knee. Is there anything else you'd like to do with yeah, your turn? Yeah, I want to action surgeon with uh, my bronze dragon breath. And... I'm just, yeah, I'm gonna just burn the shit. He manages to roll out of the way of your lightning, taking no damage whatsoever from it. He looks up and smirks. <laughs> You'll have to try better than that one. 
With a rage, he dives at you, lunging twice with his sword. You manage to block each time, the second one, like, glazing itself off your plate armor um, as he attacks you with ferocity. I'm going to quickly run across to one of those bookshelves across the way from me and duck down behind it, and then I'm going to fire out an Eldritch Blast at V from around the corner, and he'll be like, oh, where'd that from? And I'll be like, hey. Um, so, and then you're going to throw an Eldritch Blast? Yep, so he saw me, right? I didn't stealth, did I? He did indeed. He tried to zap you with um, his staff as he ran past, but you ducked and rolled out of the way and kept running. You um, managed to, as you slide under his lightning bolt, flick an Eldritch Blast um, at him. It spirals and smacks him in the side of the arm. He like kind of has to concentrate for a second to stop himself losing his grip. Did I hit his arm with the staff? Is that what he was trying to not lose grip of? You did. And then as you've done it, the walls disappear. The walls drop. Damn you! I take high note of the fact that hitting near the staff and him losing control, him nearly dropping it, causing the walls to drop. I make note of that. He spirals the staff up and slams it down and knocks twice. Um, first, he shows, and you've seen it before, as armor falls around him, collecting itself magically on him. Um, he now has mage armor of some kind. Um, he gathers his a, a ball of energy in his hand and then smashes it towards you. Smashes it towards you. I'll get you to make a dexterity saving throw for me. Nat 20. Um, the lightning bolt smashes forward towards you. Um, you manage to duck out of its way, but it still grazes you on your way through. You take 16 points of damage. What the flying... No, that's a different... That's bad math. 14. 14. 14 points that's of damage. That's still too much for a nat 20. Jesus. Uh, I check on the two guys to see if they're all right. They're still convulsing on the floor. Uh, then I guess I sort of move towards... Am I within 60 feet of Alcohol? Yes. Yes, yep. you are. I cast uh, Hold Person. You go to... Um, you go to cast the spell. As your staff lifts up, he whirls around and slams his staff towards you, yelling out words in magic. The magic leaves your hand and then fizzles. That's, that's not good. Uh, then I guess I start running towards Leaf. Like doing like the longest, widest circle around Valakar as possible. Uh, and then after that, it's Charlie Idris. It's your turn again. One, two. Put that on a shirt. Natural twenty. He drops to a three-point stance, blood pouring out as you have ferociously, with like the blood pounding in your ears, the adrenaline hitting. You've roared and smashed him th two times. Hitting him, gashing him. His armor is bloodied and broken. The blood is dripping onto the floor before you. God damn it, I wish I lightninged you. Uh, you're gonna wish you hadn't missed as he lunges out again to hit you and falls over onto the ground. Slowly, slowly trying to pick himself back up as that was a nat one. Leaf, it's your turn. Um. I'm just gonna I'm gonna cast Eldritch Blast again, but this time I'm purposely aiming to hit uh, his hand that's holding the staff. You feel the see the impact, and his hand shakes again. 
This time the crystals on the staff start glowing black and almost vibrating with energy. I yell out to Cornelius and say, did you see that? Aim for the hand, aim for the staff. Okay, I'll aim for the staff. And then I duck back behind the bookshelf and lean up against it to take cover again. Velikar turns to you, Charlidris, and four magical darts appear above his head and smack you four times. Yes. For 18 damage as each one pierces itself into you. Uh, I start running for the other bookshelf, but while I'm running, I cast uh, Scorching Ray at Velikar. Hand yeah, so stuff at his hand. At his hand. At all three of All three. So he manages to hit the first one away with his staff, magically casting it out into the abyss. And then as his arm is open, you smash him two times with both Scorching Ray. As he kind of... The shadows on his face kind of form and, and stretch as the damage hits him. He, almost his essence is being dragged into the staff itself. You can see like his energy and his life force being dragged towards it's, it. Just say so you no, know, I think these staffs suck your health. So maybe you should uh, not use it. I yell out from behind. Yeah, so what, I, what I'm tempted to do is, uh, obviously my longsword is on my back and I want to like reach over it, pull out my sword and instead of actually slashing at him, I just kind of want to, with the hilt of the sword, just ram it down onto the top of his head because I think he's still knelt in front of me, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Good. Graphic. That's what we're going to do. Is that for the same damage as if I tried to slash him? You are. Yes, it is. Excellent. Yep. He spits blood on the floor and looks up at you again. Half of his face looks very fractured and broken. His nose is pushed completely to one side. You just need to die already. You just need to have the balls to do it. <laughs> and with the whip that's in my other hand, because obviously I only put one away to pull my sword out, um, I'm going to try and like get a, like a, a downward whip going that's going to spin multiple times like around his neck and, and destroy him again in the back of the head. That's what I'm aiming to achieve with this shot. <laughs> that's a critical hit really for hell? a natural 20. You, um, you whip down, the whip wraps four times around and then locks in. You put your foot on the back of his neck and you pull upwards. You hear his windpipe and his trachea like snap, and the rest of his body goes limp, hanging from the whip. And now I need to take Pumped. a standard. Pumped knock. up. You got some healing as the life energy flows back into you. I'd like to think that you still strangling the dead, lifeless body have popped open the cork of the potion and continued to drain it. That's what I've done. As life exit, exits his body, it is entering mine through this Poetic. <laughs> it is poetic. Poetic. Uh, between watching all that happen and nearly feeling sick, I, I took a swig of my, <laughs> of my drink. I'm going to use Shatter on the... A loud ringing erupts through the area as a crack in the world almost shatters next to V. He falls to one knee, the energy still coursing towards the staff he's holding. He um, vanishes from the spot and then lands between the general and the Grand Chancellor. I start heading in that direction, running as far, like in a straight line towards V as I can. I guess I'll just use Scorching Ray again. Scorching Ray again? Sure. He falls to both knees now, his head down. You should, uh, maybe you should just drop the staff, you know? 
give up. The stuff is my power! I don't know, you were pretty powerful before. You know, with the speaking really loud and the stopping that dragon thingy. I can't give it up, I don't, don't want to give it up. I can't. It's, it's power. It's mine. The world is going to be mine. It's going to be shaped. Shaped. I mean, who really wants to have the world? I mean, that's a lot of responsibility. It's just going to be shaped in my image. How I want it. I don't think you're in a mental state to be setting things in your image. Uh, if you'd like to hazard a guess what I'm going to do. Run up and do the old one too. Put it on a it's, shirt, I tell you. It's probably something like sprinting towards Valakar. And mid-sprint, I'm going to aim for something of like a tuck and roll just to look super awesome. While I'm doing that, I like on the... On the forward leap section of the tuck and roll, I'm sheathing my sword on my back again. And as I curl into a ball and it's standing up, I pull out the second whip so I've got them both in front of me, raised above my head and at the same time cracking. It's just for fun. Just for fun. <laughs> just for fun, I'd like you to do an acrobatics check. Okay. And four plus four is eight. You you kind of do like an awkward roll where you start properly doing a roll and then you have to kind of turn to one side to roll like sideways and then it takes you an awkward moment to put the sword away and then you get the whip. Manage to smash him in the back of the neck. Um, hitting pretty fucking hard. Um, he crevasses down and this black, almost like pure energy starts flooding out of his mouth. That doesn't seem normal. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take a lesser health potion. Sure. I'm just gonna run and I want to get like as far away from him as I can while still being in range to hit him basically can I can I just pull out my dagger and uh, throw it at him aiming the aiming right between in the mouth okay sure 18 18 that's a hit as you roll your damage the blade starts soaring through the air going high it arcs it rings out across the battlefield. I believe I can fly. I believe I could stab this guy. The dagger lands neatly in the back of Valakar's head. And his skin begins to peel away on his body. Starts The energy starts pouring outwards. Leaking outwards. And then a wave erupts, pushing out past each of you, engulfing each of you in its energy. The force is none like anything you've ever felt. And then when you brace yourselves and you open your eyes, you're no longer in that universe. You open your eyes to see this blue, breaking down world. This erupting kind of volcanic world around you. The staff that Valakar once had is pouring out darkness on one side. Valakar is in the middle, but he is not the man you first saw. Most of the skin has ripped off his face. This black energy is erupting from it, tentacles erupting from the side. 
this dark energy streaming from his body into the world. His eyes are white and pupilless. Where are we, Valakar? <sighs> you be in my nightmares. <laughs> oh, the psycho guys officially lost it, guys. Feel my pain. <laughs> As he um, whips out three tentacles, whip out one at each of you. Uh, Cornelius, you dodge out of the way of yours. Uh, Chalidrus, you are hit. Um, and Leaf, you are also hit. 10 damage, Chalidrus. 8 damage for Leaf. Uh, do I have to, like, navigate these tentacles? Or can I just run up? Uh, you can just run up. up. Like, space. the tentacles are, like, waving, but they're not too big for you to be able to. Uh, what I'm, how big are these tentacles? Like, are um, they they're not, like, huge. They're jump just jump more on? like. They're, like, human sized octopus tentacles. So if an octopus were as big as me... They're not on the floor, though. They're, like, kind of, like, breaching out of his back. What I'm going to do is try, sort of, scoop from... Uh, scoop from below up to the... Uh, to wrap both of my whips around one of his tentacles. They'll spin a couple of times and rip down and try and pull uh, the tentacle off. Um, you rip the tentacles from the body and they fall on the floor and dissolve instantly. But as you do and as you hit, dark energy flows from the staff standing on one side of the area and flows back into him, which regrows the tentacles. Wait, so the staff isn't on him? We should probably destroy the staff. No, the staff isn't on him. That's what this thing over here is. Ah. Oh, the face on the map. Okay. It's like stood up in the ground, like pulsating with dark energy. I'm just going to fire... I'm going to fire off Witch Bolt, aiming at the staff. Okay, so you're not aiming at him? No, I'm aiming at the staff. You fire the Witch Bolt towards the staff and it looks like it hits. Every time you fire Witch Bolt like this, it is hit and hits soundly. But as it does, the dark energy of the staff swallow the energy of the Witch Bolt into it and it pulsates. I look shocked and then give Cornelius a look to make sure he acknowledged what just happened so he doesn't make the same mistake. What does that... Why are you looking at me? Because you cast spells also. Don't do that. Don't cast Witch Bolt. Don't fire at the staff, maybe? Um, I'm going to pop... Um, I suppose... Well, pretty low. So, yeah, I'm going to pop a standard health potion. So I go back up to 22. Yep, nice. Feel refreshed. Uh, Cornelius, it's now your turn. Okay. Do I remember anything from reading uh, the book about the staff? About what could be possibly happening? Uh, roll, roll an intel... No, roll a history check for me. Ten. There's a passage in the diary that you read that you can't remember all of it, um, but it talks about the balance between dreams and nightmares that people sometimes can't live a perfect life without one or the other. They need both to be able to sustain something. In, in a person's mind, both dreams and nightmares are a necessary part of life I just go and grab the staff uh, roll a constitution saving throw for uh, 16 16 you 
manage to, as you walk towards it, as you get closer to it, the wall of energy starts pushing you away. And you start walking slowly, pushing through the energy. And then you're just about to lose your grip. You're just about to lose your footing. You start sliding back slowly. And then your staff pulls you forward towards the second staff. It's almost as if the two need to be together. As it pulsates your staff melds in with the first staff the staff the the oak turns to rowan and it twists and curls now where there used to be three white gems there is three white gems and three black gems floating around it as the energy starts pulsating some of the dark energy drains away from valakar as well So there's the staff. It's just one staff. One. It's just one staff now, yes. V then lunges out towards you, Leaf. Uh, You dodge the first hit, and then two tentacles form out of his back. Uh, You take 10 damage. I don't like it. As you can see, like, the dark energy is fading away. You almost see the pupils start forming back in his eyes. The desperation... The hunger for power. Chalidris, it's now your turn. Uh, I'm going to aim for his real self then. Yep. And I'm going to do that with the old one too. Do the one too. Do it. You snatch at him. The second hit, he bats away from his body with one of the remaining tentacles as it's slowly retracting into his body. But the first hit, you manage to smash into the side of him and wrap it around his body and almost squeeze the life out of him before letting it go. Eldritch Blast at his face. The Eldritch Blast hits in his chest and the power, the energy like peels away from it, revealing his bare chest. Is it disgusting? It is pretty disgusting and foul. I try not to throw up then. Um... Do I feel anything different from the staff? Uh, you feel the power energy radiating through it. As if you could... It still feels like your life essence is going into it, but it feels like it's it's whole. Okay. But it I'm holding it. It feels like it... It feels like it is linked to your thoughts and to your imagination. Okay, well, I imagine that we're all back in our normal world like outside the grand palace or whatever it's called roll an arcana check for me 20 20? yep you imagine it and you can feel it's starting to pull the life essence from you much faster much stronger this time it's almost as if you're drowning as the weight of the Thing you're wanting to do and wanting to create is crushing you as it's drawing as much life energy and power for it to do it roll a constitution saving throw for me uh 16 the world around you starts to almost try and change you see the flashes of the people around you see the cobblestone and then you start feeling numb you take 22 points of damage I have one hit point left. <laughs> you you feel the life energy still trying to drain itself into the staff to make the spell happen. 
you could try you, you at the last second you almost stop it and you stop the flow of energy and you, you fall to one knee heavily leaning on the staff let's just don't keep going. do that again stop doing whatever you're doing and I guess I take that standard health potion um, so that'll be a 19 and a 25 to hit you, Tom. 25 points of damage. Okay, I'm on uh, zero. As the dark energy claws at you, ripping you to p- apart, you fall into the darkness of unconsciousness. <laughs> he's, he's gone. He's going to be gone. He's going to be ours. We can eat him. We can have him. He'll become our nightmares. <laughs> Um, I'm just gonna run over to Charlegis and jam a potion into his mouth. A standard health potion. Actually, what I should... Now that I'm right in front of him, can I pop my lesser one on myself? Yes. Okay, I run up next to Charlegis and uh, cast Thunder Wave. Using my magical abilities to keep them out of the sure. Thunder Wave. As you slam down the staff... It pulsates with the energy again, and still tugs it. It lights up and shines brightly. Not draining your life force, but showing you memories with each wave of the thunder wave that passes through. The first time you learnt magic. The first time you met Lee for Charlie Driss. Smirking in the tent as Leaf and Charlie squabble over the bed. The excitement of realising that the horses were magical. Thinking of the amount of times of how cool things were. Seeing the blade underneath the bed, even though your friends thought it was a simple broom. Memories like this keep flowing towards you, and they make each thunderous wave stronger. Velikar can't seem to handle it, and then everything goes white. hear the scream of Velikar. Then you feel nothing. The three of you find yourselves in a small garden. Do we recognize this small garden? Yes, you do. You've been here once before. It's her garden, right? You see Tamora and all of her beauty sitting underneath a tree. Come, oh heroic adventurers. Please, take a seat. What happened to Valakar? You won. He is gone. The darkness consumed him. But thanks to your work together... You managed to defeat and contain the darkness. I knew it'd be the timeline that achieved it. I quickly look over to Cornelius to see if he's still holding the staff. Which he is. You've got the staff, Cornelius. I guess I do. Don't turn evil. I don't think I will. I hope not. We didn't think V was going to turn evil. Look how that worked out. Well, I think he turned evil before he got the staff, so I don't know if that's... There was always darkness in Velikar's heart, sadly. 
When you have such hope in life, it can be twisted. And darkness can emerge from that hope being crushed. But luckily for the people of your world, you managed to fight through that darkness. I managed to snatch you out of the air as you were returning to your real forms. Just to give you a second to breathe before the world engulfs you. As heroes are generally caught out when the world finally realizes who they are. Are you saying we're going to die? You're not dying, no. When Valakar first erupted and you saw him become that thing, you were transported inside of him into his darkness to see the true him. So the real him had tentacles, huh? Well, that was the shape that the darkness had transformed him into, sadly. What of the staff, then? Well, that is one of your decisions you are to make now. The staff is of an immense power, and it has chosen you as its wielder, Cornelius. As you may have already felt, the bigger you dream with it, the more life it will drain from you. So for now, it won't be as powerful as you might hope. But if you choose to keep it, it will grow, and its power will become... Unlike anything else in the world, you will be able to create things with your imagination. How would we destroy a staff of such power anyway? Power is known to corrupt anybody, even the best of heart. And that is why I'm offering it to you to leave it here. This feels like a big decision. It does feel like a big decision. Cornelius, I know this is your decision, but I'm telling you to leave it here. I think it's in the world's best interest that you leave it here. I can promise you, Cornelius, if you keep the staff, you will become the greatest magic user in the entire world, guaranteed. But it will not be because of your pure of heart. It will be because of that staff you wield. We started this whole journey, Cornelius, to get that staff to save the world... And now we've saved the world, and that staff was going to destroy the world. Leave it here. But it, but it's not the same staff that it was. Destroy the staff. But also, do not take the staff. Keeping that staff will mean you will be hunted. The staff is equal amount of burden as it is a gift. Okay, I leave it here. Place it among the flower bed over there, please. Place it among the flower bed there. I place it amongst the flower bed. She takes a moment and then the staff flourishes into a tree. Its roots take shape. And the tree stands with six crystallized apples. Three white, three black. It will stand there until the world ever needs its true power again. And I hope it does not. As for you three, you are now bonded to each other in more ways than one. Your lives have become intertwined, and there is much more for you to do. What lies before you is your true purpose. This was just a test to see if you were worthy of that purpose. What's our true purpose? If I were to tell you, it would rob you of that 
education in me. It also make my life a lot easier, Gamora. <sighs> it's promised that you will speak to me three more times before the events that will change everything begin. Two worlds are about to collide. But what remains will be a new world. And that will be a new place for you to explore and to find out who you are. Your events have started the chain reaction of events that will bring change that nobody can begin or prevent. It'll happen naturally. I'm happy to go back, have a few celebratory drinks, just a couple. Feel like I've deserved, I deserved them, you know? Like even you, Gamora, would surely say that I deserve a few drinks after that. Yeah? I concur. Even Charizard's agreeing about drinking with me for once. Like, it's a big day. If you could limit yourself to a few drinks, then I would fully endorse your plans. He can't, though. Return to your world now. Be merry. Enjoy the time you have. But be prepared. There is no rest for the heroic. And with that, the world fades to white again. Her smile is the last thing you see. And then a door opens up before you and opens. I open up the door. Yeah, let's go through the door. I'm a bust to move straight through that door. I'm going to give it a swift front kick opening. We go through the door. With a front kick, a peppy, enthusiastic teenager, a dragonborn, and a half-elf return to their world and ends this tale for now. And our heroes have restored hope to Thelden once more. And how grateful we are to them. Yes, I lied to you and made it seem it was all doom and gloom, but don't you worry. I would not allow for the tale to finish on that note. No, Thelden is a much better place thanks to Leaf, Chalidris, and Cornelius. The magic users and the leadership of Silver's Keep have come together for an uneasy alliance. Mages everywhere are now finding their own places, setting up apothecaries and magic shops and potions, and finding that the world can be a better place if they work together. But not all is see as it seems in Thelden anymore. But that is another tale. This has been the Tales of Thelden, but don't you worry! There is much more to see and do in this land, and I, Artemis Underhill, are your guide for it all. I have more stories to tell, more tales to take place. Don't you worry, but for this story, this story is not yet complete. There are many questions still to be answered, many breadcrumb trails to follow, many loose ends to tie up for our heroes. So stay tuned and listen to the birds that tweet our tales along the airwaves. Chalidris, Leaf, and Cornelius will return once more. And so will I. This has been Artemis Underhill. And these are your Tales of Thelden. The Tales of Thelden is an Explosion Network production. Written by Kieran Marchant. World and Scenario by Kieran Marchant. 
played using 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons. Sound mixing and post-production by Dylan Blight. Music and sound effects resources available at explosionnetwork.com. Cast of characters, Dylan Blight as Leif Estel, Ashley Hobley as Cornelius Bannister, Thomas Marshall as Chalidrus, with Kieran Marchant as the Dungeon Master. <laughs>